Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Tuesday's episode of Hustlers Healthy Hacks, where we give you a bite-sized insight into the healthy habits that have helped us hustle our way to good health. Now, I hate to spoil the party, but health is so much more than the food you put in your body or how hard you work out at the gym. Health is about empowering relationships, a fruitful career, spirituality, nutrition, mental well-being, and movement. That's why each week we will bring you a thought-provoking and insightful look into the healthy habits that will help you conquer your health and well-being goals. This episode of The Healthy Hustlers is proudly brought to you by Neon, the go-to marketplace for models, social media influencers, and celebrities to connect with brands. Before we get started with today's Hustlers Healthy Hacks episode, we want you all to know that the topics, opinions, and views we discuss in this episode are from our own personal experiences and shared with you for entertainment purposes only. If you are wanting medical advice about your health, lifestyle choices, or mental well-being, please seek this from a qualified medical practitioner first. Hello, hustlers, and a very big happy Tuesday to you all. Before we get into today's episode, we did just want to take a moment to say a massive thank you for all of your support with Hustlers Healthy Hacks. Um, The show, well, the last two episodes have actually been ranking in the top charts on health episodes, (laughs) which is so exciting. And we We did not expect that. We didn't at all. (laughs) We've been like losing our mind a little bit looking at it, Um, but we're so grateful for all of your support and we're just so glad that you're all enjoying it and thank you to everyone who has shared it. Yes, we didn't realise that our knowledge and life experience was so great. (laughs) So here we go for another episode. We'll try again. Here we go. (laughs) So Teagues, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Matt. Thank you for joining me as always. Um, What have you been up to recently that has been improving your well-being? Okay, so I took a week to myself to go to Bali for a health retreat, which I have to I have to paint the picture here. I actually said no to it initially because I was so worried that it would take away from work. And I do that all the time. I'm like, no, I have to prioritize work, 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 because I am essentially self-employed. If I'm not working, I'm not making money. So I said no. And then I think it was like 48 hours later that I stopped and I was like, I can't believe I said no to that. Like, why am I not prioritizing myself? And I called my agent. I was like, can you please like go back to them and try and book this in? And then she confirmed. And once I was there, I was like, thank goodness I had that realization that it is okay to prioritize me. And then I can go and take seven days off work and see healers and get massages and eat lots of food and lie in the sun because that is going to make me perform better when I get back to work. And As I've said before, as soon as I go away and I switch my nervous system off, I seem to book all of this work. It's like the universe is rewarding me for taking time for myself. Mm -hmm. And enjoying that time and being present as well during that time. Yes, yes. Well, it looked absolutely amazing. I'm not going to lie. My best friend messaged me saying, oh my goodness, we need to go to that retreat. Oh gosh, guys, it was called the Bliss Sanctuary for Women. And if anyone, like not sponsored, if anyone needs to take some time to just do a little bit of healing. Um, I would really recommend it. It's in Ubud in Bali. Oh, never say no to Bali. 
So what is ahead on today's episode? So today we are exploring happiness, one of our all-time favourite topics. We will give you some fun hacks so you can start injecting them into your days. And we're also going to touch a little bit on healthy environments and how they can impact our happiness and creativity. Yes, that's a really good one. And it's one I've been thinking about a lot lately. So I'm really excited to chat about that. I know we, we've talked about it a little bit and I did a post on it the other day, but it's just something over time that I've really realized has such a big impact on your um, happiness. And for me in particular, my creativity. Absolutely. Yes. So. Okay, so to set the scene for today's episode, we thought we would start with um, one of Tegan's favourite quotes, which I absolutely love as well. It's so beautiful. So fire away, Teague. Okay, <laughs> this is my screensaver, guys, so feel free to steal it. I'll pop it in my stories and the Healthy Hustlers story so yep. you can take it. Perfect. Here we go. You're going to realise it one day. That happiness was never about your job or your degree or being in a relationship. Happiness was never about following in the footsteps of all of those who came before you. It was never about being like the others. One day, you're going to see it. That happiness was always about the discovery, the hope, the listening to your heart and following it wherever it chose to go. Happiness was always about being kinder to yourself. It was always about embracing the person you were becoming. One day... You will understand that happiness was always about learning how to live with yourself, that happiness was never in the hands of other people. It was always about you. It was always about you. Oh, my goodness. I seriously love that so much. Like I've literally got tingles (laughs) on my body because there's so much in that that resonates with me as well over, you know, I'm 30 now, guys. So I feel like I've had a little bit of life This is like the worst thing ever. She's 30. I'm like, babe, come on, life's just starting. But I often do. I think back to when I was kind of 23, 24 and the different thoughts or approaches I had to happiness. And I know we'll definitely get into that through this episode. But yeah, when you read that to me, I was like, my goodness, that is just summarizes everything. Think I think about happiness. And I think the most important part there, guys, is that happiness, it is about learning how to live with yourself, right? Mm-hmm. It's about learning how to be okay alone. Mm-hmm. It's about learning how to enjoy your own company and not use partners, relationships, jobs, you know, other things to distract yourself yep. from, you know, just being with you and being happy within you. Definitely. And because we are ultimately the creator of our happiness. So how can we expect all of those things to be bringing us happiness if we aren't even able to do it ourselves? Yeah, love it. Okay, so we have found some research and it says that a negative outlook can contribute to anything from depression to heart disease to lowered immune system function. It can affect sleep, weight maintenance, the quality of your relationships, your social life, and even your ability to keep your job. Now, imagine what it would feel like to approach life from a place of positivity, fun, connection, health, and possibility. Sounds good, doesn't it, Mads? Sounds pretty damn amazing to me. And, you know, Teagues, as I just said, we truly are the creators of our own happiness. We make the choice of how we actually look at something. If it's positive or negative, that's our choice. So no one else is actually forcing us to look at something in either way. It's very much our choice of how we look at a situation or a relationship or an experience. We choose to look at it in a positive or a negative light. So... 
you know, I think we really need to start focusing on that, like really taking a good hard look at how are you approaching things? And Mm. it almost goes back to that glass half full, glass half empty approach of like, you know, if a glass was put down in front of you and it was had water in it, do you look at it as a glass that is half full of water or a glass that is half empty? Yeah. I definitely think there are some people that are born with more more of an optimistic attitude than others. Um, And if you are someone that has unfortunately um, been stung with the pessimistic bug and, you know, you've grown up around parents or siblings or anyone that have a negative attitude and you've taken that on, you can change that. It's a case of being aware of it first and foremost and then creating repetition in catching yourself out on seeing things in a negative light and changing it to a positive to the point where you actually start naturally started thinking more positive when things maybe go wrong or when things don't turn out the way you thought they were going to. Definitely. And I can totally agree with that because I think too, the more that you're focusing on seeing things in a positive light or being more grateful for things, you're actually so much aware of when someone else is not doing it. Yeah, And I've, I've definitely got people in my life that are super close to me that, you know, I've sometimes have to catch them out and say, hey, like you can look at it like this way as well, but it's almost like, you know, if they've had a a stressful week or, you know, too much going on, it's like they'll naturally take that kind of negative outlook instead of just being like, hey, look where we are, what we're doing. Like, let's just, you know, look at it. It happens to people, I notice, that are surrounded by people that are telling them they can't. So, I had someone at my old in my old workplace who was constantly telling me I couldn't do it or that my ideas weren't good enough and we've spoken about this before yeah. to the point where then I was I had been kind of like trained into thinking that things were just never going to work out mm-hmm. so that is where we kind of talk about surrounding yourself with the right people and you know maybe like changing jobs or changing workplace yeah. or changing home environment if you've got the wrong people around you because it's really hard to train yourself into an optimistic attitude if you've got people around you that aren't optimistic. Absolutely. And, you know, our last two episodes so tie into this as well of like, you know, the meditation and the mindfulness is creating that space to realise all of these things and to realise when you're in that state. And then obviously when we spoke about toxic relationships, it's like who are the people that are triggering those, I guess, thoughts or those patterns in you? Mm, Love it. So to get us started on our little happiness journey, we thought we would give you six Six simple tips that you can inject into your life today to bring about more happiness. And now these are quite simple ones. Yeah. They're, they're very easy to inject into your life today and to just keep practicing them and continuing to do them. But I really do believe that they bring about a lot more happiness and really help that shift in your mindset of looking at things in a positive light compared to a negative. So the first one is going complaint free. So you can either, if you are someone that, you know, you you might know that you do complain about things a lot, which is totally fine. We're, we're going to move on from that. You're going to get out of that. Um, but just try doing it for an hour, like an hour without complaining about one single thing and then see how much positivity that can bring to your life. Have you heard of the rubber band technique where you have a oh, rubber band yes, on your arm? Yes, that's yeah. a good one. Maybe you told me about it actually. <laughs> I don't it. know. Someone told me recently. Yeah, yeah. that you flick your hairband or your rubber band every time you complain so that you like – 
relate the kind of the painful feeling to being negative definitely the other one too is you can change my old boss taught me it's so good you can change that if you wear a hair elastic on your wrist you can change the wrist that you're wearing it on so it's a constant like it's almost just an action of reminding yourself i'm all about no pain no gain so i'm just gonna keep flicking but if that works for you choose that one (laughs) i'm gonna have like a bruised wrist what have you been doing Uh, i've just been negative lately flicking myself totally (laughs) So that one you can try, obviously, you know, try it for an hour, then try it for a day, try it for a week and just see if you can get that flow and effect that of always, you know, not complaining. The other one is to keep a gratitude diary and I'm sure or a journal. I'm sure you guys have all heard this one a million and one times, mm. but, you know, just writing down. But are this, you doing it? Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Writing down two, three, four, five things every day that you're grateful for and think a little bit outside the box with this like don't just be like oh my partner my home like what are even the little things that have made your day easier like waking up and having a hot shower like how good was that to start your day or you know there's so many things in our world that we can be grateful for so um, really think about your day and the things that have I guess brought about a bit of joy um, the other one is to stop for a second and to look around you and to see all the beauty. And this is something that I really, really love. And I honestly swear by it just brings me so much happiness. Yeah, have um, you ever like stopped and just watched an ant? No. I've watched <laughs> an ant. <laughs> or like an animal or a bird or something. I'm like, I just can sit there sometimes and just watch them and I, I don't get myself I don't get angry at myself anymore when I stop and do little things like that. I used to be like, what are you doing? You're just like, you're distracted. Time like, wasting. get back to time wasting, badge of honor. I got to stay busy. Like, just stop and do something yeah. like silly. Like, totally. And that's the thing. Like, there's just so much beauty around us. And I was even saying to you before, Teagues, about I was in Byron on the weekend and, you know, it's my absolute happy place. I love being there so much. And on Sunday, I got up and the sun was shining and I got my matcha. And I went for a, you know, brisk walk and I was like, you know, I need to get sweaty and really focused on like that being exercise. And then I just took this moment to be like, hang on, you're in your happy place. Mm. Like the sun is shining. There's people everywhere on the beach. Just take a moment to sit and take that in. Yeah. And I ended up sitting there, no joke, for about 25 minutes, just like feeling the sun on my body, watching like all the little kids run around. Mm. And it just made me leave Byron just feeling so full of mm. like gratitude and happiness for that place instead of it just being like another trip or a weekend yeah. that we've had there. Because I feel like if you don't have those moments of being really present and almost like putting everything in slow-mo around you, that experience will just become something that happened, it's done, it's in the past, I got it done and I'm moving on to the next thing. Guys, when we're on our deathbed, we are not going to be thinking back to the times where we were running around to get stuff done, when we were trying to get that workout done so we could get to work. We're going to be thinking about those moments where we were sitting in the park in Byron and all the kids around us were playing and we were feeling so much joy. They're the moments that are going to make having lived this life worthwhile. Absolutely. And it doesn't mean you have to be on a beautiful holiday or anything. Like I do it in the Or that you have to live in (laughs) slow-mo 24-7. But I do it even, you know, when I'll go for a walk after it, if I've had a really big day and I'll go into the botanical gardens around the corner from me for a walk and it's like even there you can find Mm. so much beauty or so much joy or people just going about their day yeah and I think it's just like soaking up those little moments and, and being grateful we'll be right back with the rest of this episode after this healthy break Neon is the go-to marketplace for models, social media influencers and celebrities to connect with brands. 
If you're wanting to take your social media to the next level, then Neon has the answers for you. Now offering bespoke social management packages for all social media platforms, they will run your social media platforms for you, creating digital and communication strategy, as well as scheduling and posting on platforms. They'll create brand-specific content each week and engage in influencer marketing campaigns and brands that align with your target market. With their fingers on the social media pulse and a team of elite models and influencers, Neon is able to create professional and unique content to be used across platforms to promote your brand in a meaningful and authentic way. As a proud sponsor of today's episode, Neon are kindly offering our fellow hustlers 20% off their social management services. All you need to do is use the code NEON20 and email an inquiry to info at neonmodelmanagement.com. Focus on what you want, not what you don't want. And so this is a really big one. I think, you know, it goes back to that feeling that, yes, like, Mm. yes, I want to do that. Yes, that excites me. I mean, I am guilty of being someone that has grown up focusing on what I don't want, which is me living in the future, like thinking, I don't want that. I don't want that. I, I don't want that. I only learned this probably like two years ago. When I was like, Tegan, like thinking about the fact that you don't want to end up in poverty and not have a husband and a family and all these things that are going to keep you grounded and safe is not going to get you that. Mm. Thinking about what you do want and visualizing is so empower like it's so empowering and it's mm-hmm. it's it's genuinely going to lead you to to creating that it's manifesting. Yeah, absolutely. It really is. And you know, at the end of the day we are manifesting all day long every day. Like mm. everyone is doing it. It's just bringing those feelings and those vibrations into that yeah. manifestation practice almost, isn't it? So it's glass half full again, really. And that takes us into another one of my favorite quotes. Um, You guys are going to learn real quick that I am obsessed with quotes. And this one is, if you haven't healed it, every time you think about a negative event from your past, your body produces the exact same chemicals in the body as when it happened. That means that you relive the experience hundreds of times simply because you haven't let it go. And that is a little quote that I found on Instagram by Boss Lady's Mindset. It resonated with me because I actually saw a healer when I was in Bali two weeks ago and he said the same thing to me. He said, you know, you have a history of autoimmune. Your body has already shown signs of weakness or you've, you know, you've not got, you know, the best genetics in regards to being like made of steel. You can't just go out partying and just live a crazy unhealthy life like some people may be getting away with. He said to me that I needed to stop letting stress dictate my health essentially and that every time I was sitting in guilt, resentment, comparison, envy, jealousy, that I was creating – I was giving off cortisol in my body again every time that happened, which completely stops the healing process. I'll tell you something that I read recently. When they do an organ transplant, they pump the body with cortisol so that the body doesn't reject the new organ. That is how much of an effect cortisol has on your body. 
So think about every time we think of something negative or we re- relive a past event that gives, makes us feel traumatized, we are releasing cortisol, yeah. which is causing that much drop like that much havoc on our body yeah Yeah. absolutely because it's associated with a stress hormone isn't it cortisol yes yes yeah Yeah. it's so interesting that you touched on that just then teagues about the jealousy because I literally had an experience this morning of that exact feeling and it's just it's so crazy how quickly it can creep in and just take complete control it really does and so this morning I went on Instagram as you do when you wake up, which I know I shouldn't be doing. Um, But, you know, last night I went to bed. Sorry, I should say I went to bed and I was so focused on like, we have a really big day today. We're obviously recording a few episodes. Um, I've got some meetings. So I really knew that I wanted to get up early, have a good breakfast and really be focused on my day. Instead, I woke up, I hopped on Instagram before I'd even had a shower or had breakfast. And I saw that another podcaster had put up a story of interviewing a guest that I'd actually been trying to get for about six or seven months now. Mm. And that's the thing with this podcast is, you know, yes, I get some really incredible guests, but it takes a lot of work and a lot of time and you invest so much energy into getting those guests. Mm. And so when I saw that, I was kind of just completely deflated, like instantly I was like, you know, a bit of jealousy crept in and a bit of, oh my God, how did that happen? Why is that happening? I've been trying to get her for ages. Oh no, my like whole podcast is a disaster now because I'm not going to get that guest first. Mm. And it's just so, you know, I really had to take a moment and be like, Maddie, snap out of that right now. Like Mm. focus on what you were doing. Focus on, you know, you've just, the show's just been featured by iTunes with Mick Fanning. Like that's an amazing guest. Like don't let that stuff be taken away from what you're already achieving. Absolutely. And I know we've touched on it before about staying in your own lane and really focusing on you. And it was just such an important little reminder for me of how quickly I could let those those feelings creep in and let them manifest Put instead you into of a stressed state, absolutely. which then just affects every other yeah. part of your podcast that's thriving. Yeah, and just my whole morning as well. Like I let that be my focus and focusing on someone else's journey and what they're doing instead of hang on the amazing day that I've got ahead and all of the stuff I want to be putting my energy into. Mm, there you have it, guys. Jealousy envy and comparison next time you're in any of those three states be aware and shift out of it real quick because we told you to (laughs) yeah no seriously though and it does you can shift out of it so quickly you just need to take that moment of catching that thought knowing that you're doing it and just know that just by knowing that everyone else is doing it makes you go okay well Absolutely. I'm not the only yeah. one that goes through this. I'm not the only one that sits in jealousy and lets it fester until totally. I completely destroy my morning. <laughs> yeah, we're all guilty of it. But I think it's just getting yourself out of it as quick as you got into it almost is is a point because it's not a nice place to sit at all. Absolutely. Now, in our last episode, we chatted about toxic relationships and obviously they have a direct impact on our happiness, Mads. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us something that maybe has affected your happiness in terms of home environment, work? What are the the, the major environments that have kind of taken you off your path of happiness? Yeah, definitely. Well, I think in my early days when I moved out of home at 18 and, you know, I was going to uni, I was definitely one of those people that was always finding, I guess, voids for happiness. Like as soon – I would never just spent time – 
knowing what truly made mm. me happy. I didn't know you what were distracting yourself. Yeah, all the time. I was never. I didn't know what brought about joy for me personally, or what motivated me, or what I wanted my life to look like. And instead, I was just always filling those gaps with nights out and materialistic things and my relationship. Mm. And they're just. It can be really dangerous trap. Yeah, and I still remember the exact moment when I realized that that was just such a wrong approach Mm. and I really realized that I was the creator of my own happiness and you know my environment and the places that I'm allowing myself to be and to spend time Mm. are so important on the impact of my own happiness. Yes yes I did the same thing when I was in a relationship in my late teens. I was distracting myself with the fact that I was really unhappy in my job by spending time with that guy that probably made me even more unhappy but I was so caught up on this like love drug that was so good when it was good and in the moment I was like this can take away from everything that sucks about work but I was only going into more of a downward spiral because that wasn't a stable way to produce happiness. Absolutely. I can relate so much to that. And it was even with Ryan, who's now my husband, in our very earlier days, I was putting so much pressure on our relationship to bring me happiness Yes, that it just became becomes really toxic and, and really smothering for yes. him as well that I was putting so much pressure on that relationship to bring me every part of joy and happiness and fulfilment instead of looking around me and being like, okay, what else in my life is not serving mm. me? What brings me joy? Mm. And it was funny because my a guy I was seeing prior to that when I was a lot younger used to say I was doing acting and, you know, I had a lot of fun things, I guess, going on when I was dating him and he used to always say to me, oh, it's just so cool how much of your own stuff you have going on. Mm. He's like, and I find it such an attractive trait. And it was just so weird when I got with Ryan and I was saving to go overseas and I had all these other things going on, how much I let all of those things slide Mm. and go to the wayside and just put all of my focus on this one relationship. And it was just such a common problem in the teens, isn't it? It was just so horrible that I would, you know, and the more I started to realise like how can I expect him to bring me happiness if I can't even give it to myself? Yeah, yeah. Like how can you expect anything, any situation in your life to bring about happiness if you don't truly have that in yourself at the start. Unhappy individuals breed unhappy relationships, guys. That's very true. I feel like a lot of people will resonate with that. And I think, you know, especially in your early years and your teens where you have this, a bit of a thought or a bit of a ideal situation of what a relationship should be mm. instead of what a relationship expectations is. and expectation that's Always exactly the, the word line. I was looking for <laughs> instead I was thinking about how puffy breathed I am right now because I'm so <laughs> short of breath being pregnant <laughs> I couldn't get the word out like, um, <laughs> literally we place so much expectation on other people mm. or on relationships to bring about all of these feelings and it's just it's not going to result the way that we want it to at all. Yeah, exactly. There are so many ways that you can distract yourself from being truly happy within. Another big one for me has been my home environment. I have had some real troubles with that in the past and I've distracted myself with going out with my roommates or, you know, getting into whatever it is that they're into at the time. 
But your home environment is so important for your happiness. And I just said, you know, unhappy people breed unhappy relationships. I was an unhappy person living with other unhappy people and it just was a total disaster. I was never going to be happy because I wasn't surrounding myself with other people that were aligned with who I was and where I was going. I was trying to be this happy, healthy, you know, fit chick and I was coming home and there were people like if I'm honest, like getting stoned in my house yeah. or wanting to go out drinking or yeah. I'd come home and it'd be like, let's have a wine night. And I'm like, cool, I'm happy for a wine night every now and then, but not every night. Every night, yeah. So home environment was mm-hmm. a big one for me. Settling. Yeah. yeah. Stop settling, guys. If, if you have picked out, if you've picked up on something that is taking away from you being able to be truly happy, please act on it now. Do something about it. If you need to go and see five new lots of housemates and go and interview five new roommates to get to that point of living with someone that makes you truly happy, Mm -hmm. then do it. Absolutely. Seriously, it's just so, so important. I couldn't agree with that more, Teagues. I think for me personally, being in a home environment and a work environment that allows me to feel safe and creative and inspired and nurtured is Mm. absolutely vital to my happiness. And and I truly believe it's vital to most people's happiness at all. Like I'm obviously talking from my experience, but Another thing that I actually find with environments is knowing what different environments trigger in you. Mm. So for me, when I'm feeling out of alignment or I've just got a lot going on and I'm kind of feel like I'm losing my way or my focus a little bit, the first thing that I know I need to do is is get to the beach and get by the water. And it's just, you know, if it's winter or it's, you know, this time of year in Melbourne, it's freezing. It's very much just about getting my feet in the ocean and having my feet on the sand. If it's weather dependent, I will get in the ocean. I Mm. love getting in the ocean. And that just really helps me, you know, being in that environment really helps me to just refocus, to reground. And I just feel so much more in alignment with, you know, where I'm meant to be going and what what I want to be doing. Yeah, yeah. Cleansing the auras, it's called, when you jump in the ocean. Really? Yeah, yeah. Something scientific, don't ask me. Well, apparently there's a lot of – I heard this one as a fun little fact, but um, because they say that the ocean, going for a swim in the ocean can heal a hangover – yeah. But it's because it's so of the magnesium. Yeah, the magnesiums yeah. and salts in the ocean can actually help restore that in the body, which yeah. is amazing to think. Well, that's why I do it. Yeah. I have no idea why I was doing it. <laughs> anyway, I feel like we could go into healthy environments a lot more. Um, maybe we'll do another episode on yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. I think there's a lot that we can explore in this because it's definitely something that impacts not only our happiness, but also our overall health and well-being. Absolutely. Hustlers, please remember maintaining a positive outlook takes practice and the more you do it, the easier it gets. The payoff, a happier, healthier life is more than worth the effort. See you all next week. (laughs) See you next week, guys. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on the podcast app. If you'd like to suggest a topic, we'd love to hear from you via Instagram at The Healthy Hustlers or via the website, thehealthyhustlers.com. If you'd like to stay up to date with all things hustle, please follow at tegan.martin and at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram. See you all next week.